Hey, welcome home. You're watching Legacy Television. We're Jeremy and Sarah Pearsons. You know, every time we start one of these broadcasts, we always start it with welcome home. That's because family is a big deal to me and to Sarah. And not just our family. Of course, we love our little ones. We've got a little Justice. He's six years old. Jesse Grace, she's three. And we love the family the Lord's given us. But Sarah and I also live with this other realization that we're part of the household of faith. That's the household we were born into. That's the household that gave life to us. And it's going to give life to you too. And we always want you to know you're welcome in the house of faith. There's a place for you at the table in the house of faith. So that's why we always say welcome home. That and the fact that we, you know, this was our house. And so you're always welcome in it. And you're always welcome at the throne of God, at the throne of grace. And don't ever let condemnation keep you away from there. Don't ever let guilt or feelings of unworthiness keep you out of the presence of God. No, he said, come boldly Mm -hmm. to the throne of grace. So that's exactly what we're going to do today. As we get into the word, we're gonna come boldly. We're gonna get from God what he wants us to have, what we need from him. And his grace is going to be perfected in us and his strength will be made perfect in weakness. This is gonna be a good day on this broadcast. You chose a good day to tune in. Come on, let's pray together, then Sarah will get right into the word. Father, you're so good to us. We love you and we thank you for loving us. We come boldly before your word, boldly before the throne of grace. And Father, we lay hold by faith of everything that we need, everything we need in our lives, everything we need in this ministry, everything those that are watching that they need in their families, their businesses, their home. Together we lay hold of it, knowing that you want us to have it. It's your will to give it to us and you have the ability to enrich our lives in every area. Give us eyes today that see Jesus in the word, ears that hear his voice, hearts that understand who we are in him. We thank you for it and give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Sarah, let's get right back to uh, where we began yesterday in the book of Colossians chapter one. And I want to read again a few verses here. Paul writing uh, to the to the folks in this church, in this city. If you missed any of the broadcasts from last week, you've got to go get it. I'm so excited about what the Lord's doing in these couple of weeks right here. Uh, Go back and get it. It's on our website, pearsonsministries.com. It's on our app, the Legacy Studios app. Uh, It's on YouTube. It's everywhere we can put it, basically. We want you to get it. So get caught up with this. But in these verses, Paul is writing to these people and he's, he's writing this letter talking about this relationship that they have with each other. And he said, we heard, we heard about you. Now in this day and time, word didn't travel as fast as it does now. There was no instant messaging of any kind. There was, nothing was instant. And you wrote it down with, uh, with a, I almost said a pen, but it wasn't even that. You, you, a quill, you, a quill I guess it was. <laughs> I don't have much experience with quill and uh, papyrus or whatever they put that stuff on. But man, they would write it down and roll it up and send it across the water in a boat. Maybe it would take weeks, maybe it would take months, maybe it would never get there. But word got back to Paul and he heard about the people in this city, in this church. He heard about two things, really three. First one was he heard about their faith in Jesus. And for Paul, that was enough to just to get him so excited because this was a brand new, life-changing, world-changing message. Faith in Jesus. No longer are we subject to the bondage of the fear of death through the law. Now, faith works. Mm. Now there's nothing between God and man but faith. And not only did he take it 
to those people who'd been living under that bondage, but he started taking it to the Gentiles and people who didn't know anything about God and any of this and told them the story of what had happened for them through Jesus. And they grabbed a hold of it. He said, I heard, I heard about your faith in Jesus. I want that to be said about us. When people hear about us, oh, I heard of Jeremy and Sarah, man, those people of faith right there. Yeah, buddy, that's what I want people to say. But not just that, not just faith. He said, I heard about your faith in our Lord Jesus, and I heard about your love for all the saints. Those two things. If nobody ever heard anything else about me, I would be so happy and so satisfied. He's a man of faith and a man of love. If that's all they knew about us and our ministry, they're people of faith and they're people of love. And you can't have one without the other. You really can't. They can't. No, and they, that one's not effective. Because you can have love. You can love and you can love and you can love and have no revelation of how to live and walk by faith. Yeah. And it won't produce what it's supposed to produce. And then if you have so much faith, but you are without love. Yeah, Paul said Faith works nothing. by love, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Paul's writing to these people here and he goes on, he's talking about everything he's heard about them and what's happening in their lives. But he says in verse seven, uh, he says, you talk, he's talking about, you learn from Epaphras, our dear fellow servant, who's a faithful minister in Christ on your behalf, who also declared to us your love in the spirit. So what are the three things he heard? Faith in God, love for each other, and in particular, a love for him and his life and this ministry team that he was a part of. In verse nine, Paul said, for this reason, I heard how much You love God, you love each other, you love me. For this reason, we also, since the day we heard it, don't cease to pray for you and ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and in spiritual understanding. Now this prayer goes on and it's powerful and I encourage you to take some time to look at it. But the reason I bring this up is because I have written right here in my Bible out next to this verse, pray these words for your partners. Pray this for your partners. And that's why we spent so much time last week talking about what partnership means to us. It's not, it doesn't just all boil down to a check in the mail. Mm -hmm. And something's got to happen before before there's ever a check, before there's ever a donation, before there's ever a contribution. All these words that you get into, (laughs) I almost hesitate to say this, but a line of work like ours, these are some of those key words, donor base. Mm-hmm. Uh, contribution. Who's your, who are your key contributors? And all these things. And people try to boil partnership down to how much money you're sending me. And what Sarah and I want you to know more than anything is that all, all that part of it, the finances, and of course, certainly it takes finances to operate this. Certainly we're believing God for big things. But when it comes to that, that's between you and God, not between us and you. What's between us and you, and as far as we're concerned, our part is this right here, praying for you, coming into agreement with you, preaching the word of God to you, preaching life to you, speaking light into darkness, life into death, healing into sickness. That's what our part in this thing Mm -hmm. is. And that's why partnership is so significant to us. And we've been trained how to esteem this thing as so precious and so holy. And again, I remember sitting at that little kitchen table in that first little house we lived in when people first started partnering with us when we started this ministry six, almost seven years ago. And we didn't even know how people had found out about it. And yet they're sending, they're sending an offering. It was a $10 seed here or a $50 seed there. 
And then one day it was a thousand dollar seed. I mean, it just, it was almost though as though the, the amount had nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. And we saw through to the heart of it. Mm-hmm. Really, that's a glimpse of how God sees it. Yeah, He's not looking at a, at a mount near as much as natural men are. Mm-hmm. That's why he said here, I pray that you'd uh, understand things spiritually, not just naturally. You start to understand spiritually and you look past the amount into mm-hmm. somebody's heart. And the heart of love is all over that offering and it yeah. gets all over you and it brings you to your knees mm-hmm. in prayer. Mm-hmm. And we're so thankful for the people that the Lord has brought to us to partner with us. I mean, if you, Sarah, if you had an opportunity, and we do get this opportunity every now and then, but to look eye to eye, face to face, sit down like this. Let's say you were going to sit uh, on a couch just like this with some partners of ours. I mean, what would you say to them? Well, look at them and tell them <laughs> what, what you would say. I mean, how would you express our heart to uh, them? Well, I would say that <laughs> Without crying, yeah, it's going like, to be hard. <laughs> the tears are already flowing. Oh, this crying thing. It's like, ah, oh. we do this cry face. Like when we start to cry, we're like, just hold it back. Hold <laughs> it's it like, back. No, we're going to cry. <laughs> no, I would just say that that your offering and your, your honor for God has risen up before him. And like the Bible says, it's like a sweet smell. And to us, it's like a sweet smell. Um, I wouldn't say that when the money comes in that we look, we don't look specifically at numbers and say, oh, that blesses me so much. But we do see through to the heart and we pray for you and we love you. It's so funny that you come up in our heart all the time. Your children come up on our heart all the time. Words for your children, the word of God for your children, the word of God for your family, the word of God for your finances, the word of God for you, the bless, for you to know the blessing of the Lord that's on your life. That's what comes up in our heart, the desire to give that to you. And so I think it's just, it's special to us to have a family and we have a family with you. You are our family. Mm-hmm. And whether we know you personally or we don't, you are our family and you are in our hearts just as our family is here, our team at the ministry here, you are a part of our team and you are helping us preach Jesus all over the world. We'll, someday in heaven, we'll get to talk about it if we never meet on earth. But yeah. I would just say, um, you mean so, so much to us. Yeah. And we, our lives are, are, uh, are poured out as an offering for you. So that's, that's what it. I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> Our lives are... I did that without crying. Well, kind of. (laughs) But what did Paul say? He said, I would gladly spend and be spent. spent." Mm -hmm. One of the greatest thrills I've ever experienced in this ministry is writing big checks for equipment, for airplane fuel, for salaries, for everything that it takes to operate this. That just, I, I, I have no problem letting it go. It excites me. I gladly spend. Why? Because every bit of that means words getting out, words yeah. getting out, words getting out. And and I think about the legacy letter too. Yeah. Um, every time that we go yeah, to write, right yeah, here. our magazine. Yeah. Every time we go to write one of these legacy letters, Jeremy and I, we sit down and we seek the Lord for you. And we ask the Lord, Lord, what do you have in this season? Give us a word in season for our partners. That would be a blessing to them. I don't know how many times we get testimonies from people that say that word from that month is exactly what we needed right when we needed it. And God gives us specific things for our people. And it's just awesome. I love it. Yeah, it's it's a 
a genuine thrill. Yeah. And then it never gets old. I mean, on a consistent basis, our team, our, our office is sending us testimonies that we're getting from you and people around the world. And we print many of those here in the magazine. And it just never, ever gets old. I mean, you never get tired of hearing what Jesus is doing in somebody's life and how humbling it is when you realize he's using you. Yeah. He's using you. And I say, use us, Lord. Sarah, in just a minute, I want you to read actually from the magazine, some things we printed towards the end of last year. Uh, 2016 was a big year for us, specifically because we launched the television ministry. This is something the Lord had dealt with us very specifically on uh, months, even years leading up to that. And this was a major goal. And it wasn't, it's not a goal that you meet and you're done. It's like you get to this goal and now you can start. And that's what this television ministry has been about. So we've got some more goals set out in front of us and we'll tell you about that more in a moment. But this past year was monumental, but I don't think it even begins to compare to what's coming in 2017. The vision is growing in us and it's not as though we're adding new things. It's just what he's already told us to do is getting bigger every day. We want you to understand something when Sarah and I talk to you about partnership and, and what that means to us. We see it in three parts, parts of partnership, if you will. Number one, you've got God's part in it. And men make mistake in their endeavors when they start trying to do God's part. I can't do God's part of the partnership. You can't do God's part of the partnership. Only God can do his part. And what is his part? Grace is his part. So some of these things we've written and we put published in one of the magazines. These are available if you weren't subscribing to them already. They're available uh, through our app, the Legacy Studios app. You can get a hold of that. And I won't read the whole thing, but it basically just outlines what we believe God's part to be. And if I could say it in one word, I'd say it like this. Grace. Grace is God's part. And specifically in the outreach of our ministry, when he says, like he did years ago, Jeremy and Sarah begin taking steps towards a television ministry. Okay, that's the command. That's the assignment. But with <coughs> the assignment, with the command, comes the grace to do it. So grace is his part. And we have got to lean into that grace, lean on to that grace, get so dependent on it. Like Paul said, I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God that was with me. And we feel like that sometimes. I mean, our schedule has got us going and going and going and going. And if we're not traveling, we're here preaching. And sometimes I feel like we are laboring abundantly, mm -hmm. but there are times that I sense it's the grace of God on us yeah. and in us. But that's his part. So the next part of partnership, after you've got God's part, is our part. If his part's grace, what's our part? Faith. Faith. Faith is our part. Faith is to hear the command, hear the instruction. And instead of saying, oh God, TV, how are we ever going to do that? Don't you know how much money we don't have? And we're just this little team and we've only got two or three people. And how are we going to do this? Just this whiny attitude. That's, that is not the appropriate response to grace. The only appropriate response to grace is faith. In other words, if God said do it, then he must believe you can do it. 
and he's going to equip you to do it. And by God, we're going to do it. <laughs> we are going to do it no matter what it takes, no matter what it costs, no matter what time we've got to invest in it. Faith is our part. Faith so dependent upon that grace. So those are the first two parts of partnership. But then what's the third part? I told you there was three. There's God's part. There's our part. Then there's your part. You have a part to play in partnership. What is your part? Grace is his part. Faith is our part. Your part is to hear the vision. Your part is to tune into this and find out, check on the inside. Does your heart beat like ours does? Are you passionate about the things we're passionate about? You might say, well, I don't know. What is that? Very simply this. We preach Jesus. We believe that an entire generation can be saved and not just saved, but come alive, be so set on fire, yeah. not, not just with principles from the word, not just with yeah. behavior changes and how you live, but with, with a love for Jesus, yeah. with, a, with a revelation of who Jesus is. We yeah. believe that. I know many people watch this broadcast that are not just of our generation. I know we've got our parents' generation watching, our grandparents' generation watching. I've got great-grandparents still alive on this earth preaching Jesus like they never have before. <laughs> many of you know who they are. So we've got several generations watching and beholding this right now. And I would say to you, if you're passionate about your kids, grandkids, great-grandkids, getting a hold of the word of faith, the same thing that turned your life around and set you on the course that you're living today. If you're passionate about that next generation getting it, this is what we're all about. Jesus for every generation. That's what's right at the top of this magazine. Everyone that goes out, Jesus for every generation. People have asked us before, Sarah, like, what's your demographic? <laughs> they always want to know, What's your demographic? Who's, who, are you, who are your case studies here? And that's why I go back to what Paul said after he said here in Colossians 1.28, him we preach warning every, every man, teaching every man, that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. Who was Paul's demographic? Every Everybody. man. Mm -hmm. If you were to ask him that question, Paul, who, what's your demographic? Who are you really going after with this message? He'd say the entire world. I won't be satisfied until everyone everywhere mm -hmm. has heard the good news of the gospel. So we've just sort of taken that on as our assignment. Now, of course, everybody, I believe, is assigned to minister, to serve their generation. Yeah. We're born at this time mm -hmm. with a purpose. But we're going after everyone everywhere, every day. Yeah. And that's what the increase in this television ministry is all about, getting aggressive about going from one broadcast a week on one network to having enough content to reach out on some platform somewhere, whether it's television or internet, wherever we can, mm -hmm. every day yeah. with Jesus. Yeah, that's absolutely. what this is about. I wanted you to give just people a glimpse of kind of some of the growth that's taken place and what those who are partners, what, what they've enabled us to do some. And then by the end of this, we'll make an invitation for anybody who else wants to get on board. Well, this year has been the most awesome year for us. I mean, every year has been great, but 2016, we haven't been able to stop thanking the Lord for what he's done, looking mm -hmm. back over the year. Um, we stepped out in faith and launched this television ministry this year. And I would say it was probably one of the harder years 
Um, there was grace to do it, but it was, well, I wouldn't say harder. There was grace, but it was more work than we've ever done before. Mm-hmm. Plowing some ground. Yeah, plowing ground. And um, I think that we got to the point where we finally just realized we couldn't wait any longer to do what God had called us to do. And we didn't need everything. We didn't need all the equipment that it took. They say that you need to start a TV broadcast. Mm-hmm. So we didn't need all the, the staff or the people. Um, we just said, we're gonna start this thing. And we're gonna obey God. And it yeah. was awesome how he helped us and the grace of God has come on us. But um, these are the things that happened this year that has been awesome. We're thanking God for. Um, we start, we uh, created a new app. And that app has been downloaded. How many times did you say? 15, over over 15,000. Over 15,000 people have downloaded it so far. And we have welcomed 350 new partners around that to the PMI family. And that and was just in last this, year. Just this yeah. year, we've added 350 new partners. And um, we've had uh, 1,300 new subscribers to, to the Legacy Letter just this year. So now the magazine's being sent to over 7,000 people. So mm-hmm. that's cool. In 50 states and 74 countries around Thank the world. You, and that's an amazing thing to think that it's getting that, reaching that far. Um, we have added more interns and staff, and we've been able to do um, our outbound prayer team calling, and mm-hmm. we're ministering to our partners now through yeah. prayer. And it's so cool to hear all your testimonies and to get them in the mail and to hear what God's doing in your life. It is such a joy for Jeremy and I to get those testimonies across our desk mm-hmm. and to read them. And we I don't know how many times we've just sat there and cried yeah. <laughs> over the testimonies that we get. Um, we hosted our first International Legacy Weekend in Manchester, England, where we got to minister to partners um, and ministers all over. <laughs> My England Cup. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> England Cup. But that was so cool to be able to meet with people there and ministers and bless them. I think that's a huge part of this ministry, our calling to minister to ministers. And it's been so neat to see our generation coming up and people that, uh, are strong in faith and teaching faith yeah. to and to this generation as well. We're not the only ones doing this and it's really neat to connect to those people. We got to do that this year. And it's been our great honor. We've got to minister in 45 church services in 35 states in the US. And then we got to do 10 international services in Canada and England. And it's been an awesome year. God has been good to us. Yeah. And this year, is even greater, is gonna be even better. 2017 is just ramping up to be, like I said, absolutely monumental. So as you're considering where you are supposed to connect with somebody doing something in the kingdom of God, this is just an open invitation to you. Find out from God if you've got a part in this. It's like I always tell you, you're welcome in this house. You are welcome in this house. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Legacy TV podcast. We hope you enjoyed this. And if you'd like to hear more of Jeremy and Sarah, subscribe to this podcast and download the Legacy Studios app. From there, you'll have access to the Legacy Television broadcast, the Legacy Letter magazine, and so much more. You can also visit pearsonsministries.com to contact us directly and find out how you can get involved with everything that's happening here at Legacy Studios. Be blessed today. We love you. Remember, you are always welcome here in the House of Faith.